Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Further Your Lifestyle podcast, conversations on lifestyle, passions, and hustles. My name's Chris Furlong. I am your host, and I'm super excited to be back here having the conversation with you. Episode 101 today, we're finally over that hump of 100 episodes. Now, if you have not checked out my recent episode of Hitting 100 and talking about putting in those 100 reps and doing a bit of reflect on that journey to date. And also I introduced a new way that you can interact with the podcast uh, with a new tool called SpeakPipe. And I'll touch on that a little bit later. But if you have not listened to that episode, I would encourage you go check it out because it's a good one to encourage and motivate you that if you have something that you want, the best way to get it is to just leverage your time because the time's going to pass anyway. Anyway, what we're talking about today is furthering your lifestyle and that it doesn't have to be hard. Now, if you are new here, hey, how you doing? Appreciate you being here. And what I want to do is address that question. What does it actually mean to further your lifestyle? Honestly, it can be however you suggest it to be, meaning essentially it's it's taking your lifestyle of your choice and making it and creating it into a reality. And that can be so many different ways. Like it's different for everyone, it's unique for everyone, and it's your choice and it's your it's based on your ability of making that happen. So creating it and living it. But sometimes this can be all a little bit too overwhelming and it can be hard to kind of figure out well what does that even look like? How am I even going to get there? What do I need to be doing? And it just becomes a little too fluffy. Well It doesn't need to be, and it doesn't need to be something big. It doesn't need to be something bold. It doesn't have to be some audacious big goal. All it needs to be is something small and simple that makes you happy, and that is changing your life for the better. So today, I want to refresh with you 10 examples or 10 ways that you could further your lifestyle today or further your life today, and maybe one of them or a couple of them or all of them will resonate with you, and you can maybe pick one and chip away at it right? If you need some of that insight. Otherwise, it might just be a great way for you to get some motivation, get some encouragement and see how you can continue to reflect on your own way of furthering your lifestyle. However, before we start, just a little bit of housekeeping. So if you are new here or if you've been here for a while, I would really appreciate if you would consider subscribing to the podcast, if you would consider leaving a comment in the podcast or liking or leaving a review for the podcast. But most of all, if you could share the podcast, that actually does the best in terms of being able to help the podcast grow because more people can listen to it. If you know someone that you think can resonate with this, send it to them, share with them this episode or an episode that has resonated the most with you that you think they can learn from. Now, the other thing is, do you have a question? Have you enjoyed this episode or maybe a different episode? Well, now I've introduced a new way that I can have you interact, a way for you to continue the conversation. And you can jump over at SpeakPipe and all the details are in the description below. And I will talk through this at the very end just to remind you as well. And you can leave me a voicemail, basically a audio version of sorts in which I can play back into the podcast and I can listen to live and react to and continue the conversation. So if you have a question, a comment, a statement or anything like that, you can do that. So if you want to do that, think about doing that. Otherwise, let's get back into the podcast. So 10 examples of how you can further your lifestyle and how it doesn't have to be necessarily crazy or big or bold or something which seems out of reach. And these are very down to earth, very simple ways of we doing it. And I think anyone can pick and choose from these. You might be able to pick up a couple. So the first one is exercise. Now, I think this is a great way that we can further our life. It doesn't have to be the stereotypical idea of you have to go to the gym, get a routine and all that jazz. But I believe personally that regular exercise, you know, and it has been proven, it helps with so many different physical and mental benefits, meaning 
you know, you might get fit, you might lose some weight, or it might just help with your health in general, or even with your heart rate, but also mental health. For me, I like to run because it does clear my head. That's one of the main reasons why I now continue to do it. Originally, it was for weight loss, but it's different for everyone. So exercising could be a really great way to help you further your life. It also has a positive impact on your mood and your mental state, meaning as you start to get out there and make some progress, whether it's with running or doing some reps or whatever it may be, you start to feel like you're conquering the world. Now, of course, it's not always going to be like that, but it does give you a positive impact. It also can give you a boost in energy levels. You know, sometimes you come out of achieving something, you just feel, you know, really like you're ready to go get it or conquer the world. And that's what it can do. And it can also reduce your risk of chronic diseases. So there's lots of positives when it comes to Um, exercising or running or anything like that. I'm not just talking about running, but I'm a big runner. So that's what I usually refer to. Now with exercise, what I would encourage you to do is actually look and see how can I find one that works for you. So you might need to experiment. If you've never done exercising before in, in, I mean, you could be doing stretching, you could be doing yoga, you could be doing running, you could be doing strength exercises, cardio. There's so much opportunity. And I think what you need to find is What is the most relevant to you? What do you most enjoy? And what can you incorporate into your life that makes so much sense? Like, you know, it can be very, very physical, or maybe it's just something a bit more lighthearted or just for some easy agility kind of training uh, once, once a day or something like that. With this, though, I would encourage you to make sure you set some achievable and incremental goals because it continues to help you stay focused, motivated and consistent. You know, maybe you want to be able to do 100 push-ups by the end of the year, or maybe you want to be able to run a 10K, or maybe you want to be able to lift 90 kilos. I don't know. There's so many different ways that you can do it, but find something and track to it. Keep yourself honest. Make it a habit. Schedule in time to make it into your daily routine and into a regular routine of your week. And that way you will continue to progress. You can also leverage it and join a fitness club if you want to. I'm not saying you need to go join a gym or anything like that, but it could be a good opportunity too. And that would actually really, really help with uh, accountability, like finding like-minded people doing the same thing, getting together as a group and doing it. Or maybe you find, you know, with a partner or um, with a good friend, and maybe you could go on and do this as a challenge together and, and spur each other on. So there's lots of opportunity of how you could further your life with exercise. And you can, there's there's a lot more benefits than you realize. It's not just the typical of, oh yeah, you're going to get fit, but there's so many things outside of that, especially being able to go out and socialize with it too. Number two is to read and learn on a regular basis. You see, I believe that, the, and I can say this a lot easier now because, you know, I've been building and creating my own thing for the last two years, but continuous learning is essential to our personal growth. And it also is essential to our professional development as well. Now, what I mean by that is like, you've got your career of your working life of where you want to be from a professional standpoint, and then you've got your personal growth of what you want to achieve, you know, with your personal goals. And I think- Having elements of where you're able to grow yourself and learn and make those skills more progressive in both those worlds, sometimes they will cross over as well. That's going to enable you to just do more and feel great about yourself. So I would encourage you to to find ways that you can do this. This is a great way that you can further your life. And some examples of this is just setting aside some time to do some reading or to do some learning or to do some research. It could be 1% a day, which is like 14 minutes, or it could be an hour a day, or it could be whatever it may be, but find some regular cadence that you can sit down and read something and learn each day. It might be reading books, it might be reading articles, it could be just doing some online resources, or maybe it's a documentary or watching some informative YouTube videos or whatever it is. Find topics that interest you, that's relevant to where you want to progress and start to study it, start to learn it, start to understand it. Dabble in it, bathe in it. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, other things that you could do is you could attend workshops or seminars and courses and things like that. It's not for everyone. We all, you know, we all acquire information and how we want to learn in different ways, but it could be a really good way to get some new skills and meet some new people and network along the way. Another way that we could do this is journaling as well and just reflecting on your progress of the week, of the day, or whenever it is on that cadence, but documenting what you learn and then also taking that documentation of what you've learned and actually then putting it into practice. Like, how am I going to now go apply? And I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat is, you know, we go hear something, we go learn something, but we don't actually go apply it. A lot of the time, if you learn something, but don't apply it, you don't actually learn it. It just It's just wasted information. And another way to continuously be learning is to teach others, share with others, discuss with others what you've learned, and that will help you deepen your understanding. All right, the next one is connecting with others. Now, I believe this is another great way that you can further your life because, again, it has so many byproduct positives around when you start to spend some time here, it actually reaps some rewards in other areas of your life. Now, relationships, especially strong relationships, are crucial to ensuring that you have a stable emotional and social well-being. Now, this is different for everyone because we're not all social butterflies, but a lot of us, you know, we do like to have that human interaction. We do like to have that connection with people. Sometimes it's in different forms and sometimes it's in different ways. And I'm not saying this, you know, one, one glove fits all, but my encouragement would be to, if you want to further your life, is make time to connect with friends, with family and with your loved ones on a regular basis, because that's going to help you flourish as an individual, as an individual person, but also as an individual in a relationship or in that relationship setting. Another way is to attend social events and engage in activities that you both or multiple people can enjoy. Again, it's a great way to connect and to learn and to share different skills and do some of that team building uh, work together because you're going to experience it in a whole different way. Another way we could do this is through volunteering and participating in different events and community events to work with other people and to help ourselves grow and interact with other people. Again, you learn so much from going into these perspectives or these different worlds because you're now outside of your norm and that's where you can grow. Similarly, you could actually join a club or, you know, join a hobby team or a hobby club or a hobby group or whatever you want to call them. And so that's where you can meet with other people and share your interests and dabble in these different things. Maybe you like playing Pokemon cards or you're a collector of some sorts. Go to a meetup, meet some other people that are doing the same thing. It's it's amazing what you'll find and what opportunities will come to life from doing such things. And another one that I think people kind of neglect way too long, and I neglected it way too long for sure, is actually having a mentor, finding someone that can, you know, help you grow and direct you and give you some insight of developing yourself and having that developed mentorship um, opportunity, you know, having people that are mentoring you and speaking you into your life. It's, it's, it's like a little glimpse into the future because if they're 10 years ahead of you, if they're 20 years ahead of you, they're able to give you that insight that's going to enable you to grow quicker, but also flourish as well. And I think that's why having that insight on a regular cadence or a regular um, period time, it isn't going to enable you to further your life again. And that's what this podcast is all about, furthering your lifestyle. So having people to work with you to help you get ahead that is one nice little trick or life hack because a lot of the time, and I'm no one going on about this and repeating myself, but it's a really, really key point. And I've realized that more and more in the last two years than anything is, you know, if we always do what we've always done, we always get what we've always gotten. So, you know, one thing that I've been struggling with, and I'm 
again, just trying to share with you all, you know, just my own personal experiences. I'm trying to level up my business this year. I really, really want to get to some really big, (laughs) big, bold goals. And it's not about being big and bold because look at me. But the reality is if I want to get to a certain place in my life to be able to do certain things, I need to get to that to be able to tick that off. Now, along the way, things might change and I might have different strategies or more opportunities come up. But realistically, if I want to do $160,000 or if I want to do $250,000, there's a lot of work that comes behind it. And I'm trying to make sure that that's working as quickly as possible, efficiently as possible, and I'm executing that you know, down to the dot as quickly as possible. But there's certain things that I need to solve for. Now, I can continue to do trial and error. It's not working. It is working. And it might take me three months or four months or six months to get it right. Or can I find a way that I can get access to information that's going to teach me how to do it? Now, I could pay someone $30, $50 to sit down with them and have them tell me, this is what we did. This is how I did it. And this is how it can work for you. All of a sudden, I've paid $30, $40, whatever it may be. But I could have saved myself $30 days, I could have saved myself three months, I could have saved myself, you know, six months of trial and error. And that is the beauty of seeking a mentorship. I'm not saying you have to go pay someone, but having insight from someone that is ahead of you, it's going to enable you to get ahead. The next way that you could further your lifestyle or life is traveling and exploring. Now, I'm not a big traveler. I don't, it's not really for me, but you know, in certain areas I've done, the more I've done of it, the more I've enjoyed it and realized, oh, this is actually pretty good. But the beauty of traveling and exploring new places or unknown places to yourself is it can be a life-changing experience. It opens your eyes to new cultures, new perspectives, and new ways of life or new ways of thinking. Again, we want to broaden our horizons. We want to understand what other opportunities are out there. So great ways you could do this is set some little travel goals, set some little you know, chances to get out and explore. Now, for me, you know, that's usually going out for a run and hiking and trailing and things like that. So that's my way of exploring and traveling. But some people like to go to different countries. Some people like to go to different cities and things like that. And that's fine. But set some goals, set some budgets, and then make it happen, right? You can research and understand what makes sense to do it. Or maybe it's aligning to it to a routine of a pattern of different things that you want to discover. You want to learn more about a certain type of culture. Or maybe you want to go on a more of a food tour or whatever it is. Maybe you have a big interest in cooking. This is all great ways that you can further what you're trying to develop in your own lifestyle, maybe to be a chef, and how you can explore some very, very interesting perspectives, fresh ideas, and things like that. And most of all, when you do do these things, you need to embrace that. You know, take those opportunities. Don't take them for granted. Embrace them and, and try new things and experience it. Because if you go out there and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm too scared to do anything, then you won't actually get the benefit of that opportunity. The next one is practicing mindfulness and self-care. Now, this one, it can get a little wishy-washy because people say, oh, yeah, you need to look after yourself. You need to have a bit of self-care and be mindful, right? And it gets thrown around all the time. So I, I want to be mindful of this, <laughs> that I don't, you know, just, you know, kind of say all these things, but don't mean anything by it. And I'll try and give you some examples for myself. But I believe that having that self-care and mindfulness is really important in making sure that you're up-to-date physically, but also being able to, you know, execute from a performance state when it comes to, you know, with your mind and thinking and, you know, all the logical activities that you need to use your brain for. So the way you could go about this is setting time aside each day to do things that bring you down back to a calm state. Now, this is not for everyone. You can do it in so many different ways. For instance, you could do it with yoga. You could spend that time and do that. Now, I like to do all that before running because it gets me into the zone, but that's more for stretching and getting my legs ready and comfortable. But Different activities can, that, that this could apply to could be like actually getting enough sleep, eating well, 
you know, managing your stress and spending time doing things that you want to do, but also taking breaks away from technology or just doing some things which is a bit more calm and peaceful. It might be going out for a run or going for a walk in nature or just doing things which makes you feel outside of your normal world. And a great way else that we, another way that we can continue to further this is reflect on our thoughts. This is probably a big area that I like to do is I like to spend some time and just reflect on how far I've come, where I've come from, what's been working, what hasn't been doing. And I kind of share a lot of this in my weekly newsletter as well. If you want to check that out, you can go to clfurlong.com. But I give a bit of an update on what's on my mind, what I've been talking about. And those newsletters, even this podcast and even my YouTube videos, they're just as much messages to myself that they are for you. And it's a way for me to be accountable, be responsible and share and process things. And that's a great way to reflect and see how far we've come. So that's how I kind of manage and deal with that. But that it could be, you know, I'm not saying you have to put all your stuff out on the internet. What I'm saying is find a way to reflect and how you can revisit and work through the stuff that you're dealing with. But most of all, surround yourself with people that can support you and encourage you. That seems to be a very common area across all these areas that when I've done the research, it is, it's, it comes up almost in every one, having people around you to support you, having people around you to encourage you, it's going to do wonders. The next one is pursuing hobbies and interests of, you know, all sorts, right? It can be your own interests. It can be trying new, new ones or trying different ones. But basically at the end of the day, you want to have a source of joy, a source of fulfillment and a source in which you can have some personal satisfaction. Again, this is different for everyone, but it's a chance to grow while at the same time to discover and to take the load off, you know, just the stress or a busy week or whatever it may be. So what you need to do is identify what works for you. What do you enjoy doing? How do you like to spend your time? Carve out that time. Now, if you do not have a hobby, I would encourage you to spend some time, figure out what that looks like. It might be going to different workshops or trying different things that you can do. Once you have found something, make sure you surround yourself with people. Once again, it could be joining a club, an organization, or just online group or connecting with like-minded individuals. Again, it's going to help you grow, it's going to challenge you, and it's going to help you further your life. Ways we, we could do this is you could participate in competitions and contests. You never know, it might even turn into a small little business or side hustle, but you want things that it's going to slightly push you, but not overwhelm you. And from this, it's going to create plenty of opportunities for you to share your hobbies, share your interests with others, and that's when things can be really begin to snowball. Another way that we can further our life, and a lot of these are very basic, very simple, and that's the whole idea. The next one is to try new things. Trying new things helps us break out of the cycle of being in our comfort zone or being stuck in our comfort zone. And you want to increase your sense of adventure. You don't want to overwhelm yourself, but you do want to make sure you're giving yourself a good chance to discover new things, to develop new skills and broaden your horizons or see what opportunity is out there. The the idea is really just to make sure you're not just getting complacent. So ways we can do this, ways that we can uh, further our life when it comes to trying new things is set a goal to try something new each month or set a goal to make a list of things that you've always wanted to do and then work on how you're going to tick those off and try and do one each month. Again, this is different for everyone. We all have a range of different things that we want and also that we want to try, but a lot of the time we don't get around to trying it. So you need to keep yourself responsible and you need to keep yourself accountable and actually start to make it happen. So you need to seek out the time to make this happen. It's that simple. And find things that's going to challenge you and get you a bit outside of your comfort zone. Be open-minded about this. You know, look around and see what else, or maybe you go with your partner or a friend and see what they're doing to see if you can dip your toes in it, you know, and get a taste or a bit of a feel for it. Another way that we can further our life, and now this one, this one resonates with me a lot, is volunteering and giving back. Now, 
two ways that I like to volunteer and give back is one, I do volunteer at Backpack for Vic Kids on a regular basis. Weekly, I spend three to four hours there and helping them with their, it's actually their back office system in, in terms of processing and building up the backpacks that are going out to the kids um, from a more, you know, that's data entry side of things. But, you know, I'm able to volunteer and I've learned so much of just how logistically, how they manage the inbound and the outbound of things. It's really, really been eye-opening, but also the impacts that they're making. And with that, it can really give you a sense of purpose and fulfillment. Now, the other way that I give back is here on my YouTube, not on the podcast, here on my YouTube, well, I give to you guys with the podcast, but on my YouTube, weekly I do giveaways, and, you know, I give away a book, and we also open up Pokemon cards, have some fun, share some you know, chit chat and banter. And I also give out and, and, you know, some winnings of Pokemon cards. Again, it's a great way to just have some fun and explore and, you know, do things together. And I think if you can find things that you're passionate about in areas which, you know, might be relevant to you or relevant to your life, it can really, really help you once again, get a whole new perspective on life, on the world and just things that are happening. But when you volunteer your time, seriously, that is the most expensive thing that you can give because it's your time. You're never going to get that back. So, do think about it wisely, like how you spend that time, because you want to spend your time wisely. But, you know, I'm not saying you need to go out and volunteer. Think about it. Does this resonate with you? Is this something that you could do? But you could also just donate money, or you could just be one to advocate for a brand or for a cause or, you know, to help people further that whole idea. And the reason why you're doing it is because it gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you the ability to test yourself to see how you can help others achieve what they're trying to achieve. The next one is to save and manage finances wisely. Now, I will be frank. This is not financial advice. I'm not saying you should do this and you'll be rich. But ideally, if you do want to save, you need to have a solid financial plan. If you want to be able to invest, if you want to be able to have financial freedom, you need to find ways to make this work. You need to have a level of freedom and stability with your finances. Now, the only way to do this is it might be creating a budget, doing it over a long period of time, you know, allocating money to to expenses, to things that you want to do for long-term, for emergency, all these different things. How you manage your money is going to really, you know, start to dictate what you can be doing in three months from now, six months from now, and a year from now. And there's heaps of ways that can do this. Maybe you've got plenty of money. Maybe you just don't manage it well. So you can find ways to manage it better. How can you reduce your debt? Can you be investing that money? Do I have an emergency fund? Uh, Can I protect myself against unexpected expenses? You know, all those different things. But you could also be investing in your retirement. If you're a young fella, you could be working for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Those investments are going to pay some really, really lucrative dividends over the years as you continue to grow out what that portfolio may look like. So have a think about this of how you can find the best way to help yourself grow your finances. But you might need to seek, you know, some advice. You might need to get some help from some financial experts to help you in this area and at least help you stay informed and to operate with best practices. But most of all, I would encourage you, if you are going to be doing a lot in your finance space, make sure you're carving out time to review them and going through and understanding, are we on track? Are we meeting them? What do we need to be changing? Now, the next one is kind of encompasses all that we've just been talking about is setting goals or working towards goals. And again, you need to be mindful of how you go about this because otherwise we just say things and nothing really happens. What is it going to take? Identify specifically what is it going to take and how are they going to be measurable? One, they need to be achievable. And secondly, they also need to be relevant to you. You know, if you don't have a dog, but you say you want to walk your dog, you know, one time or three times a week, but you don't have a dog, it's not really aligned, is it? So think about that, but also make sure you're being mindful of how much time it's going to take to get there and when should you be able to achieve it based on the time. And that's there to give you some motivation to push you to work towards it. 
at the same time, when it comes to setting goals, setting a plan of action. How are you actually going to go out and achieve this? How are you actually going to go out and track your progress? And at the same time, again, very, very common trait is how do I seek support and get help to do this? And it's okay asking for help. It might be from a friend. It might be from family. It might be from a business coach or something or from someone that's just going to help you get ahead. Again, understand what is it going to take and who can help me get there. Two things that I think people do tend to forget when it comes to goals, though, and we've spoken about this in a few other episodes, is celebrating your successes, big or small. Small wins are very, very important because otherwise you go a long period of time before you even stop and celebrate a big win. But the other one is you need to continuously evaluate and adjust your goals. Things change. Life happens. Things get in the way. Your strategy might change because you've now realized a different priority. But that's why you need to be reevaluating to making sure that, am I still doing the things that's going to get me to where I want to be in the next one year, two year, five years, 10 years kind of thing, understanding what that looks like and how is it adapting and changing on a real-time basis. Now, I do have a question for you and you can actually respond to this on SpeakPipe, but the question is, what will you do? What are you doing this year to help further your lifestyle? What are you doing or wanting to do to further your life? I would love to hear from you. I'd love to continue the conversation. So let me know. You can head over to www.speakpipe.com slash further your lifestyle. Jump on over there and you can let me know. What is it that you're doing to further your lifestyle this year? What are you working on? Now, it might be one of these. It might be some of these. It might be none of these. What else is it? Let me know. I would really love to hear from you. And with that in mind, As we wrap up, I do want to conclude and just remind that I do have SpeakPipe. You can now actually enter in and have a conversation. You can continue the conversation. And I'm now introducing a new segment at the end of each episode, whether it's relevant to that episode or from a previous episode or whatever it may be, I want to allocate this time to make sure that if you guys do want to continue the conversation, it will be a segment where we will listen. It will be a segment where we hear and hopefully learn from you too. But those who submit a small little, you know, um, voicemail via SpeakPipe, that is intended to be shared on this podcast, well, I'll play it here, I'll listen to it live, and then we'll react. And when I say react, meaning we'll have a conversation. If you ask a question or if you say something or have a statement or have an opinion, I'm happy to have that conversation. Of course, I'll, I will be making sure that there's nothing you know inappropriate and things like that. But the idea is that if you've got a question, if you've got a statement, if you've got an opinion or some insight to share or a story or something of that, all of that in between, then by all means, please jump on over to SpeakPipe and drop a conversation. More than happy to continue it. Well, that is a wrap up, team. Really do appreciate you being here. Again, I want to make sure that you're furthering your lifestyle. It doesn't have to be the way I'm doing it. It doesn't have to be the way that other people are doing it. It has to be how you're wanting to do it. The key thing being, you are the one actually doing it. Don't think about that you're going to be doing it later. Don't be kicking that bucket down the road because I guarantee you, if you want to start two years from now and you haven't started, you'll be wishing you had started two years ago. So that is the real key here is that you do start and start to progress on it and let it snowball organically. Appreciate you being here. You have a wonderful day. Cheers.